2: we are live. We in Arizona. State. What time is nine o'clock here? Uh, twelve o'clock. Where well, you are, Coach B? As always, yes, sir. Coach B I'm with me. PA, baby. Twelve o'clock in PA, huh? Yes, Twelve o three, to be exact. Twelve o three. Yeah, we supposed to start at twelve, well, we got a good show. We're gonna talk about a few things here and there. want to see how you guys brackets are doing so far. How they all messed up, especially with that Big East. Uh, has oh, so many two teams, teams left. Eleven, nine teams. Eleven teams get in. On two teams left. Yeah, who's up? I know UConn. Who's up the other team? Circuit is gone.
3: Well, there's another team in there that uh, I haven't even been, you know, my season in, so I'm not even doing the
2: bracket. You, know you didn't do the bracket this year? Nah, I
3: didn't even get a chance to fill it out because, you know, we're getting ready to, you know, we're in season, so. Right. My mindset's on football, I'm not really basketball right now,
2: so. <laughs> You always got to keep basketball out there. You know you know who's in there? Oh, no, that's not. I thought West Virginia might be still in. But you're right, they had 11 teams in. Uh, it, either one or two right now. I can only think of uh, Syracuse. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, UConn. Um, that's the only team that left for the Big East. And, and then you got to look at did they make the right – who's on the committee with these – putting these teams in. I think they added four more teams as of from last year. Yeah, two more playoff play-in games or something like that? I don't even think there should be that many. I don't think they take the best of, because there's other leagues. There's other. You have the you have the uh NCAA's. You have the NCAA's. Then you got the NIT. Uh, you got other basketball uh, tournaments that's going on too. The teams that's just you know just smaller teams. There's always a tournament going on at this time. It's just the NITs and NWs and NCAA's are getting more of the pub and the TV. So I don't even think it should be that many teams, really.
3: No, no. I mean, I think, you know, the 60, what, 62 teams? Now
2: it should be like, I think it's 68 teams. That's crazy. A normal 64
3: team or 62 team bracket or whatever it was. Right. The normal, I mean, I I like to play in games that gives the guys some of these teams who um, have an opportunity to get in, are able to get in who had good seasons unlike the um the BCS. Mhm. Um I think it's a good thing for them. Um because again, you want to get the kids opportunities to 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 showboat showboat their talents to the rest of the world and everybody understands looks at everybody looks are excited to see the madness, you know what I mean? March madness.
2: This yeah, is when well, everybody plays that,
3: basketball. It definitely is a huge is a huge uh, venue huge event, but I will uh, say this yeah, we rocking, ain't we? we? Got two teams in the um, Sweet Sixteen: VCU and Richmond.
2: Yeah, Them See, that's the difference, and, and and this is the reason why I like like uh, to to come off what you said. You give a lot of these teams who don't get to play the bigger schools to show off their talents. Now these guys can play basketball. Obviously, uh, you know the brackets and where you place have a lot to do with that. But when you get these guys to come from somewhere else, they can not get into can't get into the the Kansas, the uh the Dukes, North Carolina, but they end up at Virginia Commonwealth University. They end up at Richmond, they end up at uh Old Dominion, O D U. Um, uh, and they go out there and they compete and they play ball. But then you see them on the big stage and you're like, my wow, we got a couple of first round we got some draft picks out of these guys, uh, coming out of here, man. uh... but you but I think that's probably why I would say Add those other teams so these teams can win their win their their conference and get into the uh, and get into the big dance March Madness situation.
3: Well, a lot of guys, everybody who wins their conference um, tournaments make the dance, but it's the guys those those teams who are you know 25 and five within the conference who lose in the first or second round of their conference. You know, and you know sometimes you know like football is like basketball, like football. Any given Sunday or any given day, you can lose a game. Yeah, and
2: but you know those teams have to use they can be 25 and whatever they want to uh but those teams have to when it comes teams like let's go right. to the Ivy League like uh what was it Princeton and um I think it was uh, and Yale or Harvard and Yale they have to they can be they could be 30 and 2 and won't get in, but they have to win their conference to get in. So gotcha. certain teams got to win their conference, like those smaller schools that we never heard of that we wouldn't even know if, it didn't, if they didn't show it on TV. Those teams that have to win their conference
3: to get in. Yes, they do. And the thing about it is it gives them something, those smaller um, league teams, an opportunity to, again, to showcase their talents um, to the world because those guys and those smaller league teams, smaller market teams, um, or league teams, um, they don't get to see, we, we as basketball fans or people who do watch college basketball a lot, don't get to see those guys play. And the, and the NBA really doesn't unless they get to go see summer ball. Right.
2: And then, you know, we go, we got the, um, I think Butler's still in there. What's, um, uh, Butler? I know, uh, Amy's, uh, her dad's, a Butler alma mater, but we, more so, let's talk more of Kansas. I think Kansas sitting in, in the right bracket, man. They have, uh, where they're sitting right now is easy, but you mentioned something a second ago that I've seen Kansas do over and over and over. Now, it's, they're in the right place at the right time, right position, but these guys at any given time can lose the basketball game to a lesser opponent. And we've seen teams do that this year. We've seen teams do that year. I think Kansas sitting. Perfectly fine in the bracket they're in, and that, I think Richmond's in that bracket. Uh, who else is in that bracket? Let me. I'm gonna look that up.
3: I'm looking up as you
2: speak. You're looking it up too, but uh, yeah, um, they're sitting perfectly fine, man, where they are to be in a Final Four. I know Ohio State, Duke is in. Uh, I don't even think Ohio State might make it out there because they got well Syracuse and all them teams are gone. So that's that's the problem I was talking. That's the thing I was talking about.
3: It's just yeah. crazy, man. The whole. Um... Getting a bull this season with the with the men's team of you know these guys you know like both like I said both Virginia teams still in it I mean VCU VU Virginia Union and Richmond right um, you know it's crazy that, um, that I think you know, um, I think that uh, uh, Ohio State might have the best team in there man and you
2: know I'm I I, I say that gr- gritting my teeth
3: because. Yeah, Ray's Ray. I know Ray over there geeking right now. We don't. We're not giving you any love, Ray. Man, I'm I'm, I'm doing a show from the home office. Oh, you're at home office. Okay, I apologize. Well, Ray, I hope you're listening. I got a premium,
2: and then it's a one hour, forty minute show. I got. I, mm-hmm. It's a
3: one hour, forty minute show. I thought it's forty minute show.
2: It's just a forty minute show. I was going to say an hour show, but uh, but you know, I was over there last night. I did DK show under the helmet. He has a pretty good show over there, man. Mm-hmm. You need to check it out. Um. But yeah, let me let me get these Kansas highlight. Uh, how's the Steelhawks, man? What you guys uh, you guys putting it all together? I know you had some issues as you was going, you was going,
3: you know, you were trying to put a match into these guys. Well, you know what? We looked at um, we had a game this past weekend, and it just wasn't. We don't again. We're our first quarter team and fourth quarter team, and we just can't do anything um, worthwhile during the second third quarters. We play good football. Um, come out again. Smoking, you know, fifteen point lead. um, End up the first half with eleven point lead, and they let them come. We let them come back in the third quarter and score two unanswered touchdowns, and defensively, and you know, we just didn't play good football. Again, we know we've been preaching mental focus um, since February twelfth, since we went into camp, and again, man, we just for some reason we have a tendency of playing down to people, Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, and I'm not a kind of guy who can sit here and say that. Um, anybody's garbage, but these two teams we played and we lost to—they oh, couldn't, they couldn't. They were garbage. I mean, you know, they just couldn't play good football. They weren't a good football team. What—and um, that bothers me because I know we're a good team, and I'm not saying because I'm a coach, but I know that we're a good team. We play good football when we when we want to. We score when we want to. Um, you know, but making two interceptions, two fumbles, um, another fumble that we did recover back, but it stopped the drive. Um, and again, I could tell the guys. Quan, we both know you can't let referees have impact on the game because
2: they're also the they're going to the You ain't stage. taking care of your job. They're going to do what they're going to do.
3: uh...
2: Once they make a call, very seldom do they overturn their calls, um, and that's if you got the uh, instant replay type stuff and only in certain situations. So if, if you got a, you more focused on playing with the playing against the referees and not playing against your opponent. Most times you lose those games. Exactly. Most times you're not playing up to your ability. Uh, and you're not helping your team, so that's that's where the losses come in.
3: Exactly. So that's something that you know we got to overcome. That we can't put. I got to tell. I've been telling guys in preaching. You cannot let anybody else determine the outcome on the game, but yourself.
2: You know what? We'll have to get one of your guys on uh, on the show next week, probably. Let yeah. them talk about what's going on. Let them so so they can hear themselves say it. You 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 the coach. Uh, you see so much potential in those guys, and you and you you watch enough film on your opponents, whereas they have to see that these teams are beatable. Now, certain things happen on game day; certain adversity is going to happen, but they got to be able to calm that. Now, you guys are probably well, one and two;
3: should easily be three and zero. Oh. We and, and then, easy, uh, we're, Yeah, we're easily a three ball. and zero team. Really? Yeah, yeah. We're a three and zero team and right now won, because the first game, Guam, um, you know, first game together, everything is you know wasn't clicking. You know, you can understand that. First game together, you know, offense, defense special teams, quarterback, right, and receivers. You guys got a new coaching staff, so they they probably uh. – We're just... a whole team, so it's a good thing. Okay. So, yeah. um. well, yeah. you know, but again, we just got to keep doing what we do, man. And we got to make it happen. So we just got to change up a few things and get a little bit, again, more discipline, more focus, um, and being able to, you know, overcome adversity um, when we need to.
2: I'm gonna have to uh, interview one of your guys, man. You you pick one. You pick one of your guys out. Uh, maybe one of the captains or one of the leaders. You know, that's two different things. Sometimes one of the leaders ain't always the captain. Right, but, uh, right. I
3: got, I got. I'm. I'm a, I'll pick somebody out to come on the show next week. Okay. Um, yeah, we so, got a. Uh, okay. So, y'all, who y'all playing this week? Uh, we have a buy again this week. We could, we play reading next week, February. F- I mean, on April first, Redding. should Tuesday. be
2: fresh. How many times y'all gonna have buys?
3: We got two yeah, games we last last yeah, this week. I know, but before. we don't have we got eleven straight games though. After this, Oh, okay, eleven straight weeks. So you know, I being one and two, it was was part of remember I mean, if you remember the worst case scenario I, I, I spoke of at the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, best case scenario would been three and zero, right? Um, we let that game on Saturday night slip out of our hands by making mistakes. We let the game, the first game of the season, slip out of our hands by making mistakes. Um but you know, what we would do is if we're gonna, you know, get back on the drawing board and, and just make sure that everybody understands that if you take care of your responsibilities, if you're a receiver, be the best receiver you can be. And so yeah. forth and so on, we're gonna write the ship that I that I know.
2: Well they don't have no choice, but they got eleven straight games now. their rest period is over. And now yeah. Is now it's just on taking care of their bodies, and this they, and they stretch they're about to go on. Um, but when you had a good opportunity, and, and they still learn, they were, like you said, they were learning. Everything's new. Best case scenario, three and zero. No. Worst case scenario, okay, we lost, we dropped two that we should have won. As long as they learn from those losses, those losses uh-huh. that you guys had, uh, I think they'll be okay. Because they, you say they start fast and finish strong, but in between yeah. there, they fall asleep.
3: Yeah, and, they, and the best thing about it though, we lost two of our losses are division losses. We play each that's team three more times. They divisional office. That's like that's like that's like losing twice. Right. But we get but we play each team three more times. Okay. So we can okay. we can win we can win the next six games against these two opponents. We'll win our division. Y'all so the, that's a good, that's good thing to have, huh? Okay. So
2: yeah, y'all win your division. Okay. Good deal. We <laughs> six and
3: two in our division. I can I can and I win. I'm you know I'm gonna hopefully have a bye week in playoffs. Right. And how's the playoffs going to work in this uh, in this league? Uh, we got twelve top twelve teams. Each Division winner goes, and one um, ne- the next best record goes in each Division, or oh, okay. six, all the division winners, and then after division winners, the six best records. And there's six teams. There's twelve. We have 12. twelve teams. Yeah, twelve. Hey,
2: y'all playing all over there, huh?
3: No, no, no. We have twenty-two teams in the league. We only have three teams in our division. Okay. But okay. there's twenty-two teams. On, in the league, you got the top. You got twelve teams making the playoffs. So it's you guys, Richmond, and who and, are and Reading, and that's your division. That's my division,
2: and it's twenty-two teams.
3: Twenty-two teams in the league. Yeah, some teams have four teams. Some Some leagues oh. have some. Some divisions have four. Some divisions have three. Because oh, well, you, we're so we're we on the east coast, don't have oh, got to
2: knock us. each other off, and you guys got to uh, at least one up the, on, on those guys.
3: Right. That's the whole point. So I'm saying, we if we can win the next. Six games, which is three games against writing, and the next three games against next two games against Richmond. Actually, we're right at one one against Richmond. We got to win uh, the next two against Richmond. We'll be great. We'll be fine. Okay. Well, I tell you what, man.
2: We we'll do this. We'll take a break, but I want to get your um, uh, I want to get your opinion on this uh, proposed uh, kickoff and touchbacks uh, situation that the NFL is trying to do. Uh, how yeah, to change the game and, and what you think about it. I got a little we'll scared about that. All right, I'm good. All right, this cool. is Quarmela Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from ATL. Ken is uh, uh holding hands with his boss. Uh, I don't know what yeah. else he's doing, but we'll be back in two minutes. So we'll figure this out.
3: Come on, Ken.
1: Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice of America Sports. Welcome to Inside the Trenches, everyone, the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation here on Voice America Sports. Simply, with your host, 12-year pro football veteran, yes, of course, the voice of America, Arcal Trula. We're bringing it to you today, starts at noon, and so does Inside the Trenches. 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, bringing you the ins and outs, letting you know what's going on in and around sports, and also in and around your neck of the woods. So if you want to be on the show and you want to be a part of the show, simply go to insidethetrenches.com, and let's make this thing happen for you the interactive show that is sweeping across the nation inside the trenches your show your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports arms arms welcome back to the common up
2: Sometime Rich came from the ATF. We are back. We were talking about the Steelhawks. They need to get back on track. Uh, they got a great opportunity uh, right in front of them. Teams they lost to. They can be. Also talking about the NCAA's. What the uh, Kansas playing Richmond, and after that, if they do what they're supposed to do, they got VCU, who I feel is going to one of the one of the Virginia teams going to stay in the playoffs. They going until they face Kansas, and that's what I'm hoping. But then you got Kansas on the other side. You got Duke on the other side of that. You got uh, Ohio yeah, I think State. Connecticut might lose to San Diego State. To be completely honest with you, Connecticut? No, they're yeah. not. They're not losing to San Diego State. But I you don't know San Diego State. BYU plays
3: Florida, right? BYU's been. They got BYU plays Florida. Butler plays Wisconsin. VCU uh-huh. plays Yeah, VCU plays Rich Florida State. Yeah, Florida State. Um, got a grown man on it. The they got a 26 year old guy, a freshman. The game is going to be Kentucky, Ohio State. I think, though. Arizona, Arizona uh, three sixteen without Lou Lou Olsen. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. See, this what I thought. This what I think about Ohio State.
2: They got some pure shooters on the outside where they can play that outside inside game. Um, When they when they you got to respect their jump shots. So they dish that thing down low. It's always open because those guys they shooting at a high percentage and a high rate in making these shots. So I think, uh, you know, if you're not physical enough with these guys, you got to beat them up and hopefully it comes down to uh, the second half, second half, which gets down to the final minutes, to the final two minutes. And if it's close, if you're going to beat them up enough, then you, know, you got a chance. Because once right. you take somebody, once they bruised up, those legs and those jumpers are not high enough, the arm, their stretch is not uh, what it was in this come game time. Mm-hmm. But I think they got some of the pure shooters out there.
3: Now you talking about some ball skill. You talking about Kimball Walker over in Utah. Every time, every time somebody says something bad about him, he shuts them up. That later that night in the game.
2: Hey, I don't even watch, know
3: why. If you even talking to a guy who can play. You talking about a guy who who shows up on game
2: day. You talking about oh, a guy good. who breaks them down and make everybody else around oh. him. Why are they gonna, even say something to this guy?
3: Why are give, Why are they giving him firepower? You don't give no guy like that firepower. No, no. another team got to play, got play, got to play him. That's, that's not cool.
2: Yeah, well, that's a, we'll keep an eye on that, and we, I know you haven't been uh, too much on your brackets because you you're in the midst of your season, which is understandable, man, first things first. Um, one thing before we get into this thing, since we're moving into the NFL, I, I read that um, Marty Schottenhammer has been mentioned he want to get back in coaching, but he has been mentioned as uh, getting a job as the uh, Virginia, the Virginia Destroyer. Destroyers. Yeah, and we and we talked about that. That have been something we might want to do. But um, getting back into that, that, that lead is taking off on its own. I know I've talked to uh, Jim Fossil. He's out in Vegas. They won the first year. Um, I think they came in second, and second uh, last year. But uh, you got a lot of players over there, man. You got a lot of NFL players over there. Also, this uh, what the NFL is doing while we in the CBA, and they changing all the, uh, bringing up new laws and new rules and different things, uh, new proposals for touchbacks, uh, how it affects the kickoff. Uh, and returners. So, the NFL, let me read this. The NFL Competition Committee controversial proposal to change the rules governing kickoffs remain at work in progress Monday. That was yesterday, obviously, with the chance that any new rule continues to place the ball at the 20 yard line on touchbacks rather than the 25 yard as first considered. Let me get your opinion on that because you got guys like, um... Devin you got Devin Hester, Leon Washington, you got um uh what's the Bryce, guy in um yes, from the Jets. The Jets, but you um, also you have know, um, Josh Cribbs from Chicago Cribs from, um, from Cleveland. Cleveland and um who's the other one? It's one in uh Raiders, Oakland. But you have a lot of guys that change the game also as a coach. You got game changers. Football is a game of field position, and everybody knows that. Eliminate the mistakes is a game of field position. Now I got a guy like Devin Hester who get me to the 40 every time he touched the ball. High percentage of taking the ball back to the end zone. But all I need to do is get two first downs, two good first downs, and I got a chance to kick a field goal. Yeah. That's a game of field position. That's a game of putting points on the board with, with your kicker. Now, if it's a touchback, they want to put the ball at the 25-yard twenty-five yard line. They was considering doing that. What do you think about this new proposal? And I think it's also a ploy on the owners and what they're doing as far as throwing stuff out there knowing that it's not going to happen like the 18 game season they say okay we put the 18 game season out there we're going to take it away so it can be considered as we're negotiating they're talking about um which they was never going to do anyway and they're talking about no more wedges on the kickoff if you don't have any more wedges then it only makes sense if you if you move the ball up to the 35 yard and you have a more kickoffs Touchbacks because this is a game changing uh, play right here, uh, and it's only certain guys can be on special teams. A lot of starters can't be on special teams, a lot of special team guys can't start. So, you have those, you draft those guys, or you put those guys in position. You go on free agency and you get guys. I mentioned one guy, Kasim Osgood, who was in San Diego. He was a special team demon, goes to the Pro Bowl for special teams. Mm-hmm. He went to Jacksonville, goes to the Pro Bowl for special teams. But if, if one guy if you get, if guys are running down there full speed, and it's just one one on one, a lot of times you can get off those blocks. They went away from the three man wedge where you can lock arms. to they to last year, they changed the rule to a two man. Now they're talking about one on one. I think they're taking a whole lot of uh, they're taking a whole lot of the, out of the game of football when they do things like this. And I would get your opinion on uh, what you think about that proposal. Well, my thing is is you know, again
3: like you said. Everybody understands football is all about field position, and field position for us, special teams is a big situation because it's number one. It's free points if you can get there. If you can make touchdowns, I, Devin Hester, personally getting the Chicago Bears to the Super Bowl with his kickoff returns. Right. Um, I think that you know if you take that facet out the game, you kind of limit the game a little bit. You're already critiquing the tackling part. You're already, you know, critiquing the fun part of the NFL of being score a touchdown, being able to do what you need to do. I think it's just taking a little too far to, to move the ball. You know, they did move it back at one point a couple of years ago because they wanted more kickoff returns.
2: Yeah, and it's the same thing with offense, but we'll get into that after you finish making your point.
3: And now, all of a sudden, now you want to take it, put it back to the 35, with these kickers coming out stronger, being able to kick the ball longer, kick the ball higher. What's going to end up happening is now these kickers are going to kick the ball drop kicks, not really drop kicks, but kick them high in the air, so they're getting... 85 yards in the air and coming down straight down. That's going to leave these returners wide open for more injury. Right, I mean, and I, that's I, what, I agree with this as well. I would that. teach my guy to do. That's what I want done. I want it done that way because I want them to be able to hit him and and knock the ball loose. So I want to give an um, offensive opportunity to get the ball back right there at the ten, fifteen, twenty yard line. Right, and and and
2: even in, even before this rule came into play, some teams were doing that anyway. Especially if you get a safety. Um, I'm going to put it as high as I can so you, your chin is up. And if you're thinking about not returning it, if you're thinking about returning it, then you're thinking about being laid out. Well, definitely. Uh, but that's, uh, that's, one, of the, that's one of the things that will happen that you mentioned. Now I'm just going to put the ball real high and get my – because you got your guys in the middle. you got your power guys in the middle, your strength guys, mostly linebackers, um, running backs, fullbacks. you got those guys in the middle, and you got them fast guys working the way outside. But smarter teams put some of those fast guys at the number five and four spot so they can get down there because they beat those big guys who are supposed to be so called the wedge on opponent's uh, team. They beat those guys so they're getting back there a lot quicker. And if I got a kicker who can put the ball in the air for a while, um, there's, not, there's no way there's going to be a return. There's, there's more chances for fumble. There's more chances for getting hit because on one-on-one, you view a fast guy on those big guys in the back. There's big mm-hmm. guys in the front. There's big guys in the back. Those fast guys.
3: It's gonna run right by them. You know, I think it's just gonna it's it's gonna put the guys in a, in more danger. Yeah. Than just uh, yeah. They're a doing a whole game. lot with these uh. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with, whole lot with these, uh, yeah, wrong with a, lot with these
2: rules changing. Uh, and I think it's only they're bringing this stuff up that they know will, will take a lot of potency out out of the game of football. Uh, but only to say we we gave that back to the players.
1: But why, 18,
2: 18, why keep changing? Season. Why keep changing? That's game something that it ain't broke. No only to say we gave that back to the players, so we're negotiating. So it looks like they're doing, uh, look like they're going the extra mile. NFL owners, um, NFL NFL owners. Now you talking about some guys who's never put on a um, uniform, who's never played at a high level. Maybe they played a little baseball when they were kids, uh, but think about them days. Think about the time we talking about owners never played at a high level never played the game uh really uh but but making all the rules and all the changes it's kind of it's kind of what I think about news reporters or uh, sports reporters I'm sorry mm-hmm. kind of what I think about sports reporters they they talk football and talk football make a lot of decisions they get to they get to vote on who goes to the Hall of Fame and I'm not saying there there aren't any good sports reporters out there I'm just saying they weigh their opinions are what they just are. You can't you can't take them. And a lot of them don't. They read the papers like we do. They they look at sports center like we do. Then they just write their story. A lot of these guys are not where they're getting their story from. So that's some kind of bothersome. Where when you see these guys making all these rules who never did the game. Um, now there are some coaches that never played that are great coaches. Right. Not saying that, but there's only a handful of those guys. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's messing up the uh, it's messing up the game when you don't play it, so you can't even really experience it. It's like a it's like a coach on the sideline. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you do have to play the game, because if you're not you to to what your players is seeing in a game that's in the game, and you're on the sideline. Then granted, you don't watch all the film you can, so you know that's why you that's why there are coaches that. Can have a pulse of the game. But when your player comes and says, Coach, we need, let's try this, let's do this, this is open. Coach, some coaches don't even open up to that. Like me, and, for and instance. That's and that's a shame because you got a guy's coming off the field, on and off the field, who's got the pulse of the game, um, so he knows what's open. You got to right. at least
3: get at a shot. Right. For me, for instance, you know, like people know, who people who know me and, and my players know and, and, you know, people in the area kind of know that I, I run the same play over and over and over until you stop it. <laughs> you doing? You doing Madden? And I, I, that's how I do it because that's how it is. I'm gonna run the same play on you until you stop it. And then when you stop it, I'm gonna run the same play, different formation again. That's how I do it. Right. I mean, if it, if it works, if it works, it works. Saturday night, I ran a run play four straight times until we scored because my quarterback said, "Let's keep doing it, coach. Let's keep doing it until we until they stop it." Right. And I understand that man because he coming out there. He got the pulse of the game. You can't
2: right. stop me. Running the football, I never had to pass the football.
3: You know, so, you know, we, 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 as, a, as a team, we just make a few many, you know, mental mistakes. But, you know, with that being said, I listen to my quarterback when he comes off the field because, uh-huh. again, he knows, my receivers know, and my, and my, um, my running backs know. They know exactly how, what they're seeing, what they're feeling, and if they think they can get it, make, it, make it happen, I, as a coach, I have to believe in them because right. if I don't believe in them, they're not going to believe in what I'm telling them.
2: Exactly. And then, and they're then, feeling then a certain way, way if, a dog, if I'm not going to let them go. Right. No, that's the, I think that's the way to do it, too. Uh, I, you know, if you, if you if you count on those guys to go out there and have a pulse of the game, uh, and they're making those plays and they're giving you great feedback, that allows you as a coach to call certain plays mm-hmm. and say, okay, they can't stop this. Like you said, they can't stop us in a, a brown set. We're just going to motion to the brown next time we spread them out, we motion to the brown, it's the same formation coming from a different way. We run in the same play. Exactly. The guys on the other side is more confused about, oh, where this guy going in motion, all he, all you did was ended up in the same formation and run the same play. So that's, that's to me, that's
3: good coaching. And that's what we try to do around here is, just, you know, continually put them in position to be successful. Right. And every coach, that's his ultimate um Thing is to be successful no matter what happens, and if you don't take in consideration what your players are feeling and what they're what they're doing, then uh-huh. you won't be successful because you're, you're handicapping yourself. Right. No, I agree with that. Let's do this. Let's take a break and we'll come back, man.
2: We'll come What's back up? in a two minutes. Hey, this is Kwamla Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL. Ken is off today.
3: He we'll be back off with his boss doing something he shouldn't be doing. His hand on his boss' hmm
0: The Voice America Sports Channel. p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel.
1: The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move oh, on. I just, I just think that the coach do. made a mistake. Crazy. He... <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up, speak up or forever hold your mouth.
2: We ain't playing around
1: here. Voice America Sports. Score time. Rich
2: with Ken from We are back. We are live. We've got about two more segments. This one and one more uh, before we end the show. 888-346-9144. 4-4 we'll in some areas. If you want to call in and join the show. I think, you know, we're about to start doing some um, uh, trivia, some more um, trivia questions on the fan page. So check out the fan page. Ken does a good job with that, uh, putting the information out there. So we can do some trivia. That's when he's not with his, ball his boss's knee. Yeah, I, I'll tell you one thing, uh Ken does have something, know. he may have something uh, similar to some NFL players. You now, One of the greatest players in NFL history would become a registered sex offender. A former giant linebacker, Lawrence yeah. Taylor, goes before a judge today for sentencing of his guilty plea of sexual misconduct and patronizing a 16-year-old prostitute. Taylor is expected to avoid jail time as part of the plea deal, but he's likely to get six years probation as a sex offender. That is incredible. This guy is uh, 52 years old, man. Taylor admits to having sex with a prostitute who was 16 years old, run away, but said he thought she was 19. So what? She's 19. He's 52. So what? She's 19, and I think he's married. He was arrested in May at a hotel and originally uh, charged with third degree rape, patronizing a prostitute, sexual abuse and endangering a child. And endangering a child. You know who? you know who else should get in trouble with uh Lawrence Taylor? Yeah. Is uh that sixteen year old parent. Whoever yeah. that parent is to that child should be also be in trouble. Um you know, you know, kids this is a, this is a sports show, but we talk a Lawrence Taylor situation, um being registered sex offender. This is crazy how the trouble keeps finding him and he put himself in those situations uh you know in the, in the past it was it was drugs um a lot of other stuff but he just kept his name out there and he's this is a guy this is a guy who changed the game this is a guy who while owners talk about paying uh, offense alignments, what they pay them for guys like Lawrence Taylor to come off that this is the guys you look for in the draft is there another Lawrence Taylor that would be a Lawrence Taylor for a while but
3: similarities well you also uh, got to understand something too you know, without Lauren Taylor wouldn't have been a Simeon Rice. wouldn't be a James Harrison. Wouldn't oh, have been a no, McGinnis. wouldn't have been a Chris Slade. You know what I'm saying? Right. It wouldn't have been but a the the unfortunately, that
2: man, this guy What's keeps it? getting in trouble and that was crazy. We also um, we also had a minute with Ken. Ken was gonna talk about a situation that happened over in the uh, Tampa Bay uh devil race with B J Upton that he was uh I think in the head the general manager Threw a, st- threw a fan out the state, threw a fan out the uh stands yesterday for making racial slurs. Now, he say, um, you can call him say, sorry, you can do all the heckling you do as a fan, but when you make racial slurs, and it's I un- agree un- with this. It's for in
3: sports. You know, it's, it's uncalled it's, un- no, for. It's, it's, not, like, it's not even
2: called for. It's not even called for anywhere, really. Well, but when you when you got a guy out there doing a job, you think he goes out there to try to play bad? Uh, but when you he make racial do- slurs, and I think uh, Madden did the right thing.
3: Oh, so get that guy out of there. Let these guys concentrate on their job. My thing is, is you know, it, it bothers me, anybody who has any racial um, problems with with other people, is the fact of it doesn't make sense. It's a, it's a sports world. It's a world period. We're all here together. Why we just can't be friends and, you know, live our life the way it's supposed to be lived? You know, as I long as you're you not why. disrespecting somebody or doing something wrong, it should be all good. As long as you got a – now, that's my opinion –
2: it's not gonna be like that. There's a lot of guys. uh... There's a lot of people who's brought up and taught to be that way. But as long as you got politics, and as long as you got religion, we're gonna always be divided. Yeah. As long as you got politics and religion, we're always gonna be divided. Even though there's one God, but they call him so many th- different things. uh... We you never and and this side may want God be called this. That side might be one of God called that. It's crazy, but we'll never get together. Like we should, as long as you have those two things. Now let's get back to let's get to some NBA, man. Talk to me about the Boston Celtics and what the coach did last night. It's well, you
3: know, Doc, Doc Rivers was sitting there uh, talking and and during halftime, he called him soft. Um, in that situation, that means that he's a you know he pretty much used the B word when you call him. When you call him an athlete soft, you pretty much used the B word.
2: A grown man too, huh? Grown yeah, okay. man on the field.
3: And then they went out in half and they played, played a great game.
2: But don't you think that's needed? Because I go to what uh, uh, Andrew Bynum did uh, earlier, I mean, later last week. He wasn't even trying to block the show. He just took his elbow and went into the guy. And it's getting close to crunch time. You have about 10, 11 more games before the uh, playoffs. Now, everybody called the Lakers a soft team. So at this point every year, these guys um, – Get a little physical. They miss a few games because of flagrant fouls when there's not even any intentions on blocking the shots or defending the guy uh, just because other teams call them soft. But I think the Celtics they do get complacent. I think Doc Rivers, one of the, one of the better coaches in the league today, um, picked the right time to do that. So, do that just like when the uh, Phil Jackson does it. This when he gets to the media and of the mind games, you see the Celtics. Playing, I mean, I'm sorry, you see the Lakers playing great basketball. So it's that time to get them real focused. I'm tired and get them ready, uh, to go. Now they have been playing soft, man. They have been playing complacent, but it's even so, uh, it was evident in their play in the first half. They came out and they played basketball. it was down about, I think, 30 points to the New York Knicks. So right. they have been playing, being in a complacent um, state, came out and played ball. The way they came out second half, that's the way they're supposed to come out. New York, New York Knicks have a pretty good team. Uh, well, personnel that's in place, uh, but they were 79 since Carmelo Anthony has joined that team.
3: Yeah, I mean, again, it's going it's to be a while for them because, you know, they lost their team, so other guys are trying to familiarize themselves with what's going on. Chauncey Billups and Carmelo Anthony, yes, although they are a great addition to any team, uh, it's going to take a while for them guys to, um, to mesh. Now, the best thing about it, you know, they got 12, 13 more games left in the season. They can gel right round playoff time and you know they're okay. I I don't, I don't see the, the the Knicks falling any further down in the playoff run, but I just feel that's it's, it's gonna take a while and that that team was built for next year, not really this year. But because I they're gonna be in the playoffs this year, they'll be okay. Yeah, I no I
2: agree. I agree that um they're built for next year and you gotta you gotta wonder and this would the media gets involved with it and try to bring dissension into a team. Okay they're seventy nine since, uh, any player like Carmelo Anthony watches old team, the, um Denver Nuggets, they are balling. Mm-hmm. They're balling. They're playing good basketball without that guy. They've winning. They've got themselves in a the playoff in a great playoff position. Um, not great, but a good playoff position. He goes to New York where you think it's going to be better. Uh, after this long drawn out, is he going to get traded? Where is he going to go? New York Knicks, uh, uh, Charlotte, Chicago. Okay, he's in New York. They're 7-9 since he's been there, but I always I think they will be in the playoffs. Probably a seven c They will get in. What they do from there, because so they will have to play. They will have to play Chicago first. If it's if, if Chicago is, or Boston again. Yeah, Boston is number one. Chicago's two. Uh, Orlando's three. So they'll have to play uh, Chicago first if they're seven c uh, So what those guys do from there is icing on the cake. Off season, when they come out, they have to jail man. Because I, I agree with you, this team is built for next year. As long as they can keep Chauncey Billups in that in that lineup somewhere and keep him healthy, let him uh, let him uh, be the general, the floor general. Get the ball to your playmate. Get the ball to mine, Get the ball to uh, Carmelo. Um, and I think that they'll be all right for next year. They'll be one of those teams that's in the top three in the East. Although the East is not as strong as the West, they do have the top three strongest teams. Uh, to compete
3: with the West. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens once the playoffs start. You know, and it's all about being ready to play football, man. I mean, that's the key. You got to be ready to play ball. You can't be playing around and, and be, you know, just not playing. This is, this is when you push yourselves for the playoffs. Right now. So. Right. And then you got the,
2: um, um, who was that? The, uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, Rose. You remember when they got blown out by, uh, I think it was Sacramento Kings. Mm-hmm, yeah.
3: It's going to be interesting to, to see what happens, to... man. These guys got to understand something. This is a time of year where you, where you should be putting your best football, best basketball together, getting ready for the playoffs. Um, you know, Because when that next, that next season starts, when the season, regular season starts, the, the best season starts. That's the playoff time. And that's when everybody's watching. That's when you should be playing your best basketball. And yeah. um, we're going to see exactly what happens. I, I, I personally think that with Miami Heat, they might be a little better – playoff team more so than right now. I think that the East um the East playoffs might be a little bit more exciting than the West playoffs. With the uh, yeah I would I would agree with that.
2: You got the um so you got Boston Celtics, Chicago, Orlando, Miami Heat, New York, uh who's up there? Who's right behind? I think Charlotte's behind those guys. Charlotte's in the playoffs. Memphis might be in the, no Memphis in the West though. Yeah, Memphis um, in the West you, and you got those guys, uh, mm-hmm. it may be interesting to see how they knock each other off. uh so, so you know, that'd be interesting. It's going to be the
3: after they got rid of Larry Brown and, and, um, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens, man. It really is. Right. Who you have, uh, as your uh, MVP, man? Cause I, I've already picked mine right now. Well, I've probably picked got, it, uh, got two weeks. Rose, I'm sure. Uh, you got Derek Rose, I'm sure. Um, I do. I mean, you know, me for me picking MVP right now. I don't know. I mean, you know, if I'm going to say MVP in NBA right now, I would probably tag on along with you right along with you and say Derrick Rose because what he did without Joachim Noor and Carlos Boozer. Carlos Boozer with that team, um I think that, you know, by far he's he's done it. Like I said last year, I think that, you know, go back to last year, I really believe that Dwayne Wade deserved MVP over LeBron James. Um because Derek, you know, because I still think that Dwayne Wade got the, the Heat to a, to a fifth seed on his own back. You know, not saying that the Cleveland Cavaliers didn't get there because of LeBron James, but, you know, again, they always choke for LeBron. I don't think Cleveland, I don't think the, the Heat are going are to make it to the third round, to the championship this year, conference championship game. I don't think they have it in them.
2: You don't think the Heat's going to make it?
3: No, I don't think they're going to make it to the conference championship game
2: no, oh, no, 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 that's that's the, the, Celtics, I can't, I can't deny what these guys have been doing for the past few years, the Celtics is going to probably be the team that's going to come out of the East to play probably the Lakers again, we might have a rematch from last year, all those San Antonio Spurs, uh, not denying what those guys are doing, but in the, having the best record doesn't mean you're the best team, I think right. it's going to be the Lakers, uh, Again and not taken away from uh, those boys in Oklahoma.
3: You know we forgot about Philadelphia. Philadelphia's in the playoffs in the East with Atlanta. You know yeah. right? Atlanta's at the fifth seed, Philly's at the sixth seed, New York's at the seventh seed, Indiana's at the eighth seed. So them them bottom three teams get you know with the next twelve games um, to play could um, you know could either either make the playoffs or not. While well, Milwaukee and Charlotte are out in are behind. So here's it's gonna be interesting thing. to see what happens. But here's the crazy thing about the East: that Philadelphia is thirty six and thirty
2: four. And they might get in. They're 36 and 34, and they might get in. They're going to get in. And as a, um, let me see, Celtics, 50 and 19. I'm going to put these top right guys. Now. Yeah, this is uh, only one team from the Central East. is uh, the, the Bulls are getting in.
3: And then you have uh, the Heat, Magic, shoot. Atlanta, Philadelphia, New York, Indiana, top eight right now you know, with Milwaukee and Charlotte right on their behinds, on Indiana's behind, because they one of those two teams went out, you know. All right. Well, might...
2: let's, let's, let's finish up with basketball. We'll do that. We'll finish up with basketball. We'll take a break, and we'll come back. And we'll finish up with basketball. it 's the come back for Sometime, Rich with Cam from the ATL. We'll be back in about two minutes.
1: Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Are you ready for an old school in your face discussion of professional
3: college and high school football? Tune in for talk on a variety of football-related topics on the program From Under the Helmet with Derek Kinnard.
1: You will hear the week's headlines and straight talk from the hosts and weekly guests that are personal and provocative. From
3: Under the Helmet is broadcast every Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on The Voice America Sports Channel.
0: surprise you
1: your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports arms oh, come on
3: dude none of that man just come back like ken ATL, we back. I got the lights off and everything. I'm rubbing on my chest. Uh, That's right. You got a big stab on your chest. You got a (laughs) cold. Oh, you're
2: a nut. Man, look, I just got some update on uh, LT, Lawrence Taylor, man. He got the six years. Uh, Six years, uh, what was that? Six years probation.
3: We got breaking news, breaking news.
2: And sex offender designation. Which is crazy, man. Because uh, and I do want to finish with basketball. Which is crazy, man. We were talking about this out the air, and, and we were saying he's at 52. This guy right here could have went, like you said, he could have went in any probably bar. Did yeah, what he was supposed to do. Other than that, but he's dealing with, uh, you know, allegedly, he's dealing with somebody who hooked him up with a 16 year old girl, not knowing she was 16, but still.
3: Why I was, I, you, I, I mean, long- as, as this world's crazy. We know as an athlete. Or whoever you can go to any bar and hang out with whoever you want to hang out with, and have a good chance of doing whatever you need to do later on that evening. Mm-hmm. Why would you go out and try to get a you know a lady of the night? is what so they call it.
2: Doesn't make he's, sense. Uh, maybe he's sick, man. Because some people got sickness. I'm crazy sometimes. He maybe he's sick, and I, that's what I say. In his six years of uh, probation, he um. He's probably gonna need just to keep him out of trouble, he probably will need three days a week of of, of therapy and counseling and stuff like that. because um, at this point he's fifty two and he's still getting in trouble. It may not be the drugs this time, but maybe maybe that is a new drug. Maybe it's something else that like being out, you know, doing stuff like that. Um, I don't I don't know. It's just a suggestion. Um, maybe some counseling, keeping he's he always has to be accountable to be somewhere. Um uh, that's if, if anybody cares, but it's hard to care for somebody if they don't really care for themselves. I'm not saying Taylor ALT is, is that guy. He's still one of my favorites. he from uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. So he's he set the he set the tone for a lot of guys from Virginia where we from. Yeah. We used to play against Lafayette High School every year. Um you know, Mitchville against uh, Lafayette uh the school that's in Williamsburg and he he had a lot of good guys on his team was Ron Springs, uh uh, Male Gray. I mean, he had a bunch of guys come on the spot, but that's if you care. If you don't care about yourself, then it's hard for other people to care. But I think three weeks of canceling or some some type of um, psychologist, psychiatrist, or some stuff like that would be good for
3: him. I just think that you know, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't understand the, the rationale of, of it. I mean, you know, I don't think that you know. I mean, again, whatever floats people's boats. Again, it doesn't float mine or yours, but still, I just don't understand it—the ra- the rationale of having to go get a lady of the night. When you know, if you're an athlete, if you got any kind of common sense—well, I can say athlete, but well, any kind of common sense. But if you're a halfway decent good man, you can go in any bar and walk out with whatever you want to walk out with. Yeah.
2: Uh, well, that's 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 what I wanted to uh, put on. He did get the six. He did get the six years, uh, and that was pretty much. I figure he was just at a golf tournament a couple of weeks ago, but you know, I think the six years he he took that plea so he don't have to do it in jail time. It was going to be in jail time, and then when he get out, he still was going to be on probation. Probably wouldn't have been as long as six years, but you know, take the six years, stay out of trouble. Let's see where it goes from there. He'd be fifty eight. <clears throat> he'd be fifty eight. He'd be on probation, what have you. But well, he still, still be on. He's going to go have to register as a sex offender, which is crazy. That tag follows you to the rest of your life, which is crazy. Now. We're talking about L T Lawrence Taylor. He's in the Hall of Fame. Let me ask you this. What what's what's going on with Barry Bonds and his numbers? Um when this trial and stuff is over, now they've they've got a grand jury. I think it's uh, uh five women, seven men or something like that. Um, but they have a grand jury. Does the outcome affect his Hall of Fame? Because Lawrence Taylor got in the Hall of Fame even after doing all that stuff and was in the papers and in the news uh, for a lot of bad misconduct,
3: does that affect Barry Bonds'
2: Hall of Fame status or chances?
3: Well, I think Barry Bonds affects Barry Bonds' Hall of Fame status. Um, I don't think that. Number one, I don't I know think what, that they what you can do about, Like what? What is it? Because he has the
2: numbers, and I think what. Are, and you you made mention of this too about um, with my um, guy from with our guy from uh, USC uh, Bush. What Bush did on the field and off the field, two different things. Now, now, granted, it could have been labeled as a conduct detrimental or misconduct, but he's not at BYU. He's not at, he didn't sign things and say, I'm not going to do this, do that. So, well, also, I just think does that, that, how does that affect his Hall of Fame status?
3: Well, Barry Chance. Bonds is going to affect, like I said, affect Barry Bonds' status. You know, whatever they come up with, they're going to come up with, simple fact, because, hey, you know, Pete Rose isn't in the Hall of Fame. Mark McGuire isn't in the Hall of Fame. Rafael Palmeiro won't be in the Hall of Fame. And um, so Barry Bonds probably won't be in the Hall of Fame. I'm still a fan that Pete Rose should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I think he should be in, too. Pete Rose mean, is you, in you what he you does a manager. The accomplishments on the field, that Barry Bonds, accomplishments on, on the field, are questionable because at that point in time, him and Mark McGuire... And Sammy Sosa were well, the best thing going at that time, but the speculation of um, performance-enhancing drugs is what's, what's clouding everybody's um, view of them. Hey, here's my opinion.
2: Here's my opinion on that stuff right there. I'm glad you brought it up. Barry Bonds, I'm not Barry Bonds, but Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds was in the mix for a while until they left him. They knew, allegedly, they knew that these guys were on that stuff but baseball had just come off a strike nobody was in the stands and they needed those guys those two guys they brought baseball back in my opinion Sammy Sosa Mark McGuire and for a while Barry bonds they brought baseball back they put the fans back in the stands uh, we now you got the guy over in New York who was on some stuff he's he's already slotted to go into the Hall of Fame as soon as he retired um, Alex Rodriguez,
3: well, yeah. But right. again, I mean, yeah, that's real. Yeah, you got a point there. But then A Rod, I mean, Barry Bonds alienated ninety nine point nine percent of people that know him. I mean, you that, know what the, that? that I'm You're trying to do the same thing right here. now, huh? I'm trying
2: to do the same thing right now.
3: You trying to alienate ninety nine point nine percent of people you know? Yeah, I only want to build real people around me. Oh, but but come on,
2: Barry Bonds in my opinion, uh, like like Pete Rose. What Pete Rose did as a um, baseball player is Hall of Fame status. What Pete Rose did as a manager, he's not going into the Hall of Fame as a manager. He, he needs to go in as a player. You know, betting and all that. you telling me all those guys don't bet, didn't bet. you telling me what Barry Bonds, now I'm going to do what you do. I'm going to play devil's advocate. You're telling me those guys back in the uh, 60s wasn't on that, uh, they weren't taking no any steroids. But they was on uh what's them pills? I should've had Junior Spivey call in today, uh, because 'cause he'd be a great one to tell you about this. They was on those um what's the I don't know what even you know I don't even do drugs like that, so I wouldn't even know the name of the drug to tell you uh right off the top of my head. Just say some any kind of
3: steroid, your ball, any of that stuff. Say it again? Any kind of steroid.
2: Yeah, any kind. Those guys were doing so anything to make you bigger and better. And it was available, and it was, and it's not banned. It's not banned until the guy start performing outrageously, till the guy start g- gaining weight. And we're like, well, let me figure out what he's on, who he's dealing with. Right. Okay, it's Balco situation going on. Let me find his trainer. Okay, we don't like this. This is banned. Now, also, what the pitchers, are, what the uh, hitters are doing. Um, l- Kinda outweighs what the pitchers are doing, going out there working hard, working on their pitches, their changes, sliders, curves, and and and, and fastballs, stuff like that. That take away from what these guys doing on the mound. So with all that, if he's found guilty, then you know, how you do? How do you compensate these guys for their their losses they had against the hitting it, walking Barry Bonds? Barry Bonds hitting them out the park, right? We got we got about a 45 seconds to a minute
3: left. So well, you know. Again, it's just crazy. Barry Bonds. I remember being in Phoenix for a little bit and having the an opportunity to meet Barry and hang out with Barry. And he's a, he's an ass. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. And, I hear that and, about him all the time. Yeah, and you know he thinks that you know he's God's gift to whatever it is, and, and he's not. You know, hopefully this whole experience humbles him a little bit, and you know, but because of his on-field production and what he did on the field uh-huh. with the the, the performance-enhancing drug cloud over his head, all right. You know, that's a different. It's a totally different story than than what Pete Rose went through.
2: Remember, he's an athlete, so they gonna find a way to get him out of trouble. And you are talking about him humble after this? If he gets out of this trouble, nothing's gonna humble him. He might for, not for a long time. He may say, "For he may say, man, I got out of that one. Let me just calm down. Let me take an order." But I don't think things gonna humble him if he gets out this trouble. And because and, he's that type of guy, I agree with you when you say how he was. But he's that type of guy. But all right, man. we well, I appreciate you calling in as usual. Uh, put bringing some insight to what we talk about. We're gonna get off the air right now. Any last words? Final
3: last words? Nope. Just go, still hawks, man. Check us out and catch us on our games online. Yes. Yeah, get to the website real quick. We gotta get out of here. Oh, uh, com. Okay, we'll check that out. We get one of your players on next week for the first segment, man. About five yes, minutes. will.
2: Uh, sounds good, man. This is the Quam of Sports from Town Rich with Cam from ATL. We'll be back next week. Uh, we have a minute with Cam. Get the Coach's
3: Corner. The coach's Corner might be one of his players. We'll i might our director calling next week. Her name is Jules. Sounds good. All right, man. Peace out. Y'all be safe. Uh right, Later, buddy. All right. Peace.